Hello and welcome to, to Case Reopen, the number one detective kind of rewatch podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Trees. I'm joined by the code to my book. I don't. I didn't have a good one this week. Colleen, hello. <laughs> hello. I th- think that's the first time I've been called a code. It's first time for everything. Well, you know, women so difficult to crack. You know. <laughs> and you said you didn't have that planned. Well, I'm just naturally quick-witted and smart. You know? I knew that. Many great qualities. Yeah. Um, so we're discussing episode 209 of Detective Conan, the Falling from Mount Ryujin case. It's originally aired October 16th, 2000, in the Conan's hand. I'm sure you remembered this from the last time we recorded. You know I always do. A trace of tire slip. A trace of tire slip, Colleen. I guess... That was a decent hint. A trace of tire slip. (laughs) Yep. Yep. I mean, how could you miss it? There's like two of them. Yeah, two of them. A trace of tire slips. Plural. So, kind of introduces the episode and he says, Drive safely in the mountains or encounter an accident at the bottom. Have you ever gotten into... uh, a car accident going? Uh, no. I had to think about it for a second. No. Lucky Colleen. <laughs> Lucky or I just try and avoid <laughs> you know, just driving recklessly as much as possible. All I do is drive recklessly. That's the, that's the only way I. I don't drive. know why I said as much as possible. O- always, one hundred percent of the time. Thankfully, the detective boys aren't the ones that get in an accident here, and uh, instead they're driving with Professor Gossa, who seems like a very safe driver. Yeah, I guess so. Um, I'm also surprised that he just has a standard car for Professor, like a mad scientist type. You'd think he has. You know, a magic school bus type of vehicle. Well, he has the magic Volkswagen Beetle, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't have, like, anything popping out from the top. There's no, like, I don't know, a little helicopter thing that comes out and makes it fly or something. It's iconic enough. Oh, guaranteed. It is, yeah. Like, you see that car and you're like, oh, okay, Agas is here. So, uh, they're admiring a winding road called Suzawari Pass. While walking outside, Genta complains of feeling dizzy because they were turning back and forth repeatedly. Conan calls them hopeless, and Agasa says this famous road has 99 turns in total. Um, this isn't a rural uh, road in Japan. Oh, shit. Um, so this is created for it. But the Detective Conan wiki does note... That it's probably modeled after the Tongshan Road to Tianmen Mountain in China and the Irohazaka Winding Road in Nikko uh, in the Tochigi uh, Prefecture So in Japan. So there's like two roads that are kind of similar. The amount of research that went into that is impressive. That's a lot of turns. I wonder how many turns they have, you know? 99 is a lot. Also seems just like take? an effective way <laughs> to make a road. You know what I mean? Like you're really going the long way around. Oh, I, whoever designed this was not thinking of 
efficiency. They're like, hey, what's the most ridiculous thing we can come up with and maybe bring, like, I don't know if this is a world Guinness World Record thing or just getting tourists or, to the area, but it doesn't seem like, it's just like a the novelty of it. It doesn't seem like it has anything to do with actually being useful. Also, like, if you were designing this road, 99 turns, you're so close to 100, you can't add one more in there? Come on, dude. <laughs> yeah. Let us all down. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mitsuhiko is in the women's bathroom. Oh, wait, he's in Agasa's car reading. Oh, right. That, that scene was uh, cut out of this episode. Maybe he was reading a book about the women's bathroom, like... 20 tips on how to perv in the women's bathroom. And he's like, yeah. this I can't go outside. I've got to read right this. Right before his code-cracking book. Peak literature. Exactly. Uh, Ayumi asks why Hibera didn't come. And a nervous Agasa says that she's meeting with someone important today. However, Ginta is sure that she said something like, I don't like to visit the countryside because it's full of bugs. I'm with Hibera here. I don't like to visit the countryside. It is full of bugs. She's smart. I actually would love to know the reason why, like, the actual reason why the uh, the staff didn't put her in. It's a, this is a anime original, so what's one more kid to draw? Maybe that's the reason. They're like, oh, well, we she, like I think she needed, I think they needed the other kids to act immature and get into trouble. And, like, they're not, you know, they're, like, Hibera is so perfect and so smart and so clever, she would catch on to it. It's, we can fool Conan, but they can't fool Conan and Hibera. That's too much. So, had she been in the episode, you you don't think she would have just stayed with Conan and Agasa the entire time? I mean, she probably wouldn't have gone fishing. Well, she would, but when they were, like, hey, oh, we don't have a code, wink, wink, she'd be, like, hey, they have a code. She's, she's not stupid. She's too smart. She's too clever. She'd see through it. You wouldn't have an episode because she's that damn good. <laughs> well, then I guess it's good that they left her out because they needed the episode. They needed the filler. Yeah, and this is like the most filler-ass filler episode. Not that it's a bad thing, but there is nothing of consequence. <laughs> there's not even a murder. Oh, wait. No, okay, there is a murder. There's not even... like. There's no real mystery here. You know what I mean? Oh, It's completely. very oddly... It doesn't really feel like Conan. Anyhow, they hear a car speeding, and they watch as a car plows through the guardrail and crashes below. Falls like 50 feet, and just... This dude's dead. And uh, Agasa calls the police in an ambulance, and we, the viewers, see a mysterious man watching from above. Which, like guilty nobody does that when they're innocent like glaring menacingly below yeah this wasn't a passerby yeah so the police arrive and conan notices dents in the car's trunk conan then asks what the police are doing above and they allow him to see as long as he doesn't interfere genta wants to follow him but mitsuhika's like doesn't matter let conan go by himself we've got something better to do because i'm mitsuhiko I found a code that's going to take me to the greatest women's restroom <laughs> ever conceived. It's my time to shine. This is, 
a Mitsuhiko fan episode. It's a it's completely filler. There's no real progress in the plot or character development. But if you're a Mitsuhiko fan, this is for you. So the police are measuring the the tire slips, and they find a paint chip on the road that's dark blue. They then get back in the car, and Conan says it wasn't an accident, as the car was rammed over the edge by another car, thus the dent in the back. Agasa wonders if they should help the police, but Conan says they're fine and they have enough evidence. Then puts over like the workmanship of the Japanese police force, and he's like, they know how to do the basics. <laughs> and this whole show is basically centered around them, like, not doing the basics. So I don't know how much I buy that, Conan. Yeah. Um, they're, where are they? I, they're also in a different prefecture, district, whatever they're called. So um, yeah. maybe he's also thinking that the standards are different. Yeah, I don't think they ever say exactly where they are. Oh, it's uh, Nishitama. So, there you go. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure we have not seen that inspector that shows up, like, at the very end. No, and I'm sure we'll never see him again. Nobody gets names here. The criminal doesn't get a name. Apparently, they mention the victim's name once, which is Sana. But the police detective doesn't get a name. Like, it's a lot of nameless characters. It's just, it's all about the detective boys. Yeah, pretty much. So, Mitsuhiko is deep in thought, and then he passes Genta a piece of paper that is a code he found near the car. Genta says they should give it to the police, but Mitsuhiko doesn't believe it's related to the accident, but rather hidden treasure. They see a sign that says 100 minus 1, and then we see this incline. And, and Mitsuhiko's like, hey Genta, what's 100 minus 1? <laughs> and obviously Mitsuhika knows this. He just wants to fuck around with poor Genta. And he's like, uh, 99? And he's so relieved to get it correctly. But not he didn't do it because of actual math. He was just like... <laughs> I think he guessed. Genta says 99 reminds him of an ambulance. And Mitsuhika says it's wrong. Ayumi says it's Suzurari Pass due to the 99 turns, and they believe it leads to a secret place filled with treasure, a.k.a. the women's restroom. It's always treasure, isn't code. it, with these guys? Oh, yeah, they're kids, and they love treasure maps. It's okay. So when you were a kid, and if you saw a map or a code, wouldn't you think it was treasure? Because I always thought people were always, like, burying treasure and, like, because why wouldn't you? It's a cool thing to do. But then you become an adult and you realize nobody's burying treasure. <laughs> and just life sucks. <laughs> life would be so much happier if we all just buried treasure. Buried yeah, most you find out that belongings. people don't bury treasure and then you're 30 and doing a Detective Conan podcast. It's like, what happened here? <laughs> Where did my life go wrong? Uh, Mitsuhika says the code is familiar, and Conan then asks what they're whispering about. Over the smooth talker, Genta says, we don't have a code or anything. <laughs> Conan gets excited, but Mitsuhika says they're just from the book he was reading earlier, and that is too simple for him. And Conan's instantly disinterested, and he's like, oh, kid stuff. Conan, <laughs> you are a kid. Oh, and a kid at heart. 
like I when he got excited I pictured Shinichi getting excited and yeah it, you know it, it would happen even if he's whatever teen detective like cracking codes is still something that um <laughs> that gets his heart racing I suppose yeah definitely and at a lodge Conan and Gasa go to fetch firewood and the kids get ready to decipher the code Mitsuhiko says it's in the book he's reading, and he shows them a keyboard that has different hiragana characters written on them, and on the corresponding numbers, for example, 14 is Ta. After going through the note, it says right turn at the crossroads, turn right again, turn left, and go over two bridges, then turn right, and you're there. Yep, so, so that's pretty some simple Japanese calling. magic later, we've got a message. Yeah, Gasa and Conan are fishing, and they're like, this is boring. (laughs) And uh, the kids find the location on the map, and they realize it's pretty close by. And they're excited, as they're going to make Conan jealous when they find the big treasure. So, I I had to laugh when they said that it's nearby. I don't know what the scale of the map is that they were using, but it didn't look like it was nearby. It was like, I don't know, on the next mountaintop. If I remember, I don't know. It just seemed weird for me. No, and like Conan and Agasa, when they try to get there, they're driving for quite a bit. It wasn't that nearby. Right. But how long were they fishing, you know? (laughs) To be like, oh. So once they do finish fishing, uh, they return to the cabin, but nobody's inside. Conan then finds the code. We see the kids crossing the second bridge, and Gint is exhausted. However, Ayumi cheers him on by promising him that he'll get to eat a mountain of ill after he finds the treasure. Conan then figures out the code and says the kids are in danger and tells Agasa to call the police as they're headed to the criminal hideout of the man that caused the car accident, a murderer calling. Yeah, this is bad news. It's not good news, but anyhow, the detective boys arrive at the destination, and uh, they, they're kind of concerned. They're like, hey, this isn't a woman's bathroom. There's not going to be any treasure in this location. <laughs> we were lied to. Ever. Yeah, Mitsuhiko is still determined to find treasure, though. he He's very much, throughout this episode, he wants to stick it to Conan. You can tell he's kind of feeling overlooked, and Underappreciated. the kids all just kind of want... yeah. Conan is always taking the attention. They want to be the ones to do it. They want to show that they can do it by themselves. They don't need Conan. So, um, I mean, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, we just did uh, in the dub where, like, it was one of the first time where Conan's like, hey, I'm going to go inside. You guys just stay outside. And that just becomes like this reoccurring thing and you can tell they're just fed up that he's always taking the charge here yeah and i think out of the three of them it would have to be mitsuhiko that um takes the initiative genta let's face it i don't think he's smart enough to be like hey guys i found this code thing let's you know solve it together ayumi's just too nice and has a crush on conan so she would never want to one-up him so that leaves us with mitsuhiko so they sneak inside this building. Meanwhile, Agasa and Conan hurry over as they find out the police are busy and can't drive there 
uh, right away. The kids see multiple buildings after they crawl under a fence. And the largest one has a lock in it. And they're like, well, the treasure has to be there. Inside, they find a series of expensive vehicles, but no treasure, thankfully. Depending on who you ask, that might be treasure. Yeah, this was probably worth a lot more than the treasure they were uh, imagining, these cars. So, the uh, Detective Kenwicky does note which cars they are. Yes, of course. The five illegally bought vehicles are a purple BMW 750iL, a silver-blue Mercedes-Benz E-Class, W210, a black Rolls-Royce Silver Spirit, a red Jaguar XJ X300, and a Rosso Corsa 1995 Ferrari F50. Hmm, I noticed no Honda Civics on that list. Yeah, not quite. Um, And since we are in the car portion of the show, uh, the victim's car that crashed earlier was a silver Mercedes-Benz CL500 Coupe. And the culprit's car that crashed into him is a dark blue Toyota Land Cruiser. There you go. This probably means nothing to most people (laughs) um, listening to this, but hey, maybe you know a car. Ferraris are nice. They're expensive. Rolls Royce. I can't afford any of that. Yeah, so if you're... I do a Detective Conan podcast. I'm not rich. Well, we we do get sponsors. (laughs) We're rich in anime. Well, sponsors indeed, Colleen. Why don't you thank our sponsors, our fine Patreon fine sponsors, uh, our Patreon supporters. Um, yes, thank you. Big shout out to everybody, but bigger, bigger, even bigger shout out to uh, medium-sized Jeffrey, Ryan Self, Spencer Young, William Lee, and the Big Chief Mason. Big Chief. So, yeah, they've found all of these vehicles. And Mitsuhika's like, you know, these might have been stolen. <laughs> Gee, what, what gave you that impression, Mitsuhiko? Yeah, Ayumi notes that they don't have license plates. And uh, Mitsuhiko puts it all together. They're in a criminal's hideout. And then uh, the mysterious man from earlier is like, yeah, you are. <laughs> he points a gun at them. Very cool guy just waiting for the right moment to uh, announce his presence. Um, he then asks where, like, where's that old mustached man and the kid at? He's like, I don't know. My name's Mitsuhiko. Where's the women's <laughs> restroom at? And so he fires a gun at him. Um, it was a warning shot. He didn't hit. We didn't get to get the big drama of Mitsuhiko getting shot in an anime original, sadly. No, only Conan can get shot. Yeah, and that's like a gigantic arc rather than a, just a little cutesy anime original. So uh, Mitsuhiko then lies again when asked where they are. Says he doesn't know. Uh, the other kids back them up. I do like how they're like, hey, this isn't their problem. We got into it. We got to get ourselves out. It's entirely stupid, but uh, it is admirable and just like a... Uh, manly it's it's like the kind of stupidness that only a man can relate to where they're like oh yeah that's the type of stubborn that uh that i am mm-hmm. this is being lost and refusing to ask Direct. for directions type of stuff <laughs> yes. um maybe not the same level of danger but i i get the sentiment 
Yeah, the the criminal says it sounds like they want to die. However, he gets a phone call and answers it. He says he can supply five cars at the moment, and that the person from earlier escaped, but he caught him and then rammed his car over a cliff. The criminal says there will be there will be no evidence after he fixes his car. Uh, just as he says this, Agassa's Volkswagen Beetle arrives. Rides right up in there. glory. Makes a dramatic entrance. And Agassa says, What are you doing pointing guns at kids? You joke? Uh, He's very brave here for a man with a big gun. Mm. The kids seemed oddly calm, though, when they had that gun pointed at them. They weren't freaking out or crying or anything. Yeah, so the man points a gun at Agasa, and Cohen says it's useless, and he's, they all hear the sound of patrol car sirens. Cohen says the cars are coming here to arrest the criminal, and then a series of cop cars surround the man, who gives up his gun, and he's like, the kids were trespassing. Oh, yes, so you put take a gun on them? Like, <laughs> I think that's a little uh, bit of a... That's overreacting, dude. Yeah, the cop bring up the accident from earlier, and they say it seems like he was the one that caused it due to the condition of his vehicle. They ask him where he was in the morning. He's like, well, yeah, I did get distracted. It was just so beautiful, the scenery. And Mitsuhiko's like, yo, this guy was on the phone earlier. He said he killed a man on purpose. And the other kids back him up. The criminal's like, could you even do that on a road this windy? There's so many sharp turns. But Agasa's like, yes, it is. And uh, then we see Conan is speaking through his bow tie behind Agasa. And he's like, well, see, the tire slips were (laughs) 16.33 meters long. And uh, there were two of them, which means he hit the car twice. And he's like, how fast were you going, sir? And he's like, well, he's going, you know, 30 kilometers per hour. And that's about 20 miles per hour. And Conan's like, Well, that should be 8.3 meters per second. Thus, it would take two seconds to travel 16.33 meters at that speed. However, as the tire slips show, you did not hit your brakes after the first hit, which proves you did it intentionally as you hit him twice. Thus, the two tire slips. This sounds like a math problem you'd get in grade school. It really does. It's some like, well, this train's going in this direction at this speed. Yeah. How long? And it's would carrying it take? ice cream. So when is it going to melt if you arrive? <laughs> no, it's it's carrying barbecued eel. Oh yeah, it would have to be and treasure. It's dropping one diamond at a rate of, I don't know. Yeah. So we don't get a math. Well, I mean, sorry, we don't get a mystery to solve. We get a math equation. <laughs> Which, to be fair. Agasa might have been able to do that on his own. I don't think Conan had to solve it for him. Conan's like, I gotta step in here and do some grade school (laughs) mathematics. I got this, professor. I know you have a PhD, but it's okay. I got it. And, uh, yeah. So the police take the man in for further questioning. And Mitsuhiko brings up the other cars in the building and says they're likely stolen. The officer... Thanks him for his detective work, and he's like, good job. And he's like, but if you ever do something this dangerous again, we're going to stick you in the women's restroom. And Mitsuhiko's like, 
Oh no, <laughs> please don't do that. It's like, so when do we go? Yeah, when 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 do we go, sir? And uh yeah, so after the ending song, we get our humor of the episode. Ginta is chopping wood and complaining about it. Kona and Agasa say that they need more firewood, and Kona refuses to help them as it's their punishment for wandering off. The kids accept it, and Agasa hopes that they learn their lesson. And then we overhear Mitsuhiko saying, but it sure is disappointing. Sneaky Conan solved this code so easily. Ayumi says that Mitsuhiko is still awesome as he found the hideout. And he gives credit to his book. And Genta's like, damn, I should be reading too. <laughs> and Mitsuhiko says, I've got the perfect book for you, Genta. A child's lunch murder mystery. And Genta remarks that the true tragedy is not getting to eat barbecued eel. And Conan remarks that they haven't learned a thing. That's how the episode ends. So we're exactly where we started in terms of character development. Yeah, is this Detective Conan or uh, Seinfeld? (laughs) (laughs) Not that there's usually any any, character development in most uh, Detective Conan episodes either. This isn't that big of a change of pace. They're very few and far between. Yeah. Nothing really happened here. Um, so yeah, what do you think about this episode, Colleen? Episode two hundred and nine of the Falling from Mount Ryujin the case. Yeah, so um well we know that in Conan there are different classes of episodes, so obviously I'm not going to compare this case to one that has many moving parts and like a two-parter murder things like that hey man do you know how complex cars are there were a lot of moving parts as that <laughs> went over the uh, cliff yeah and we just don't even talk about the cars in particular like you talk more about the cars now than what was covered in the episode they're just like wow these cars don't have any plates on them they must be stolen moving right along um but yeah so obviously i'm not gonna say oh yeah this i have to compare this to like the mask case Uh, But for what it was, I still enjoyed this episode. Um, It was like a nice little compact story. The code cracking was simple. It didn't take much of the episode. I love that the kids figured it out on their own. Um, And it was great. Although, you know, what sort of sucked was there was no, like, method to the, like, code cracking. It wasn't like, oh, we figured it out. It was like, this was in my book. Here's the answer. (laughs) Like, there wasn't logic to it. Yeah. I mean, baby steps. I don't know if this is their first time doing it without Conan. I can't remember. They've probably done it before. But I don't know. It just feels like it's one of those instances where, okay, I have a new book. And I want to show off what I've learned from this book and be able to use this. So it kind of was like, ooh, ah, the novelty of cracking this code. And Conan's not around. Ha ha ha. Look at us. We're so much better than he is. Um, so I can appreciate them wanting to do it on their own. Uh, I wasn't necessarily impressed. I mean, it was... <laughs> and I mean, I'm I'm biased, but it was a, it's kind of Im- more impressive to watch Conan do it in a minute <laughs> uh, than it was to watch them do it in however long it took them. Um, but yeah, still... Very 
sweet episode and it was great to see the return of detective agasa i don't remember when the last time he uh, conan used him for a deduction show when the last episode was so yeah it was good yeah always nice to see agasa involved and yeah this is a very change of pace episode it's nice to see the detective boys front and center um was cute how they were uh you know just trying to get one up on conan they're like sneaky conan that they're kind of showing like they're a little bit of jealousy, but it's still, you know, couched with a lot of respect for him. Um, so yeah, it was fun with seeing them trying to get one up on him. Um, it is a very skippable episode, um, but it's also a pretty breezy watch. Um, so like, you know, I don't think it's bad or anything, but, uh, definitely a lesser episode. Uh, like they don't go into really like, why the murder occurred, like, we just know, oh, something went wrong, a guy tried to escape, and then he killed him. Okay, we don't even get your name, dude. Um, <laughs> we didn't get the... Let alone, like, a good... <laughs> At least say the guy that escaped was, like, you're the, the son of a businessman that uh, was a rival, or some junk to make it more significant. But we didn't get, like, the very generic Conan twist that we've come to expect. But yeah, it was fun. Not a, not a great episode, not a bad episode. Kind of just there. I mean, it, you know, most of the time, besides maybe like the computer episode where the computer was his friend, Conan is very rarely bad. You know, even the worst Conan is pretty passable in a good time. Well, that's the thing. Um, I wouldn't be watching this. I wouldn't be commenting on it if I didn't absolutely love this show. So even when we come across an episode, I'm like, meh, it's okay. It's fine. I still enjoyed my time with it. Um, yeah, it's nice seeing those characters interact and getting more, I don't want to say slice of lifey, but you know, something with lesser stakes is yeah. always nice. And the characters are what what make the show uh, i mean obviously the mysteries do as well but uh when you come across an episode like this it still feels uh good enough to watch because th those characters are what we love about it definitely so the next kind of intent is hanging scroll and that will be the next episode of the water palace of five color legends sorry the Water Palace of Five Colors Legend, Part One. So it's a, it's a two parter, Colleen. Excited? I am. That uh, title sounds lovely. So there's going to be five colors. There's a water palace. There's a legend. What's not to like? Uh, nothing. That that sounds pretty good to me. Sounds very mysterious, magical, mystical. Yeah, it is just odd how this episode didn't really have, like, much of a mystery, you know? Even <laughs> even the code, like, there was no real logic to solving it or anything like that. Here's but, the yeah. mystery. Why did Conan go fishing with Agasa? Yes, that is the greatest mystery of them all. Alright, so that'll do it for episode 209. Yes, it the will. Falling from Mount Ryujin case. Uh, Colleen, uh... <laughs> bid farewell and do the thing all right bye everyone i dare you <laughs> thanks for listening and remember one truth always prevails <laughs>